Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt disappointment and relegation it could be league two next season Bolton are down Norwich are down two British football fans have had enough Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory get in pride been a joy to watch passion nanny in search of silverware MLS Cup champions baby and they found ATL Orlando Major League Soccer yes welcome along to season 3 episode 4 of the MLS UK show my name's Elliot Holman and I'm Henry Hewitt we are two games in to the MLS regular season and we already have so so much to talk about This is the MLS UK Show. The MLS UK Show with Lucid FC. A distinctively modern, casual fashion label. Take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look. This season's current line is called What's Your Effing Club? Which is your F? Football, fashion or film? If it's football, you're in the right place. Film... The MLS UK Show podcast is now available to watch on YouTube. But fashion, it's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk. Yes, season three, episode four of the MLS UK Show. We've got tons to talk about today. Uh, Coming up, we have got a guide to... You don't know. Who. I don't know where it is. So that'll be later on. Uh, we've also, we're going to be looking at the first few uh, games in MLS. We're going to be chatting to uh, Sam Jones, Dirty South Soccer, he writes for, which is an Atlanta page. Oh, we've got, shock. We've got to shock talk about. you're talking about Atlanta. We've got to talk about Jose Martinez. And if that's not enough, we've got part two of Poppy's kit reviews. Which is the only thing anyone cares about. Yeah, so we're going to open our mailbag in a second, but we need to say first that all the messages... I've just been too poppy. 
it's gone to her head a bit as well. Like they, Henry and Poppy stayed at our house on uh, Saturday night. Sunday morning, she comes down. We're all having a having a cuppa, and she's just going on about how many messages she's got, how popular she is. Gone to her head. She's thinking of starting a, a Twitter page at MLS Poppy. I was like, <laughs> just settle down now, settle down. She's asked me to get her verified. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, that's her mailbag done with. Let's open our mailbag. Yes, we've got something incredible, but I just need to just need to dial it up. That's that it's bit really there. nice with headphones on. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's quite tranquil. Mm. And then welcome. You've got mail. We got mail. Uh, we need to say as well, quite a few people got in touch about the uh, predictions last time. Mm. Uh, not the match predictions, but the season predictions because <laughs> we went through a team that's going to be most improved, uh, MVP, top goal scorer. We never actually said who we think is going to win MLS Cup, <laughs> the big one, the one we're all here for. Uh, so go on, let you go first. Oh, who do you think going to win? put me on the spot. I've got mine. Do you want to know who mine is? Go on. LAFC, going for him again. <laughs> Original. Um, right, I'm going left field because we're always terrible at this. Yeah. But there's no point thinking about it because we're always wrong. Uh, so having seen how badly Portland played yesterday but still won, mm. I'm going to go Portland. Right, okay. They lost the first game though, didn't they? Because whoever so. I choose is gonna, not going to win. So sorry, Portland. Yeah. In that case then, I'm going to go Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> We genuinely have something very exciting uh, to unbox. We've never unboxed yeah. anything on the show. Um, so you got sent this to your house. It arrived on Saturday when I was at yours. You were there. And this is how far I got. You can see I've opened it a little bit. Uh, obviously, only if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if not, it's a uh, it's a blue box, cardboard box. Um, and I opened it and it had a letter. And so I just stopped and thought, right, we'll do this. We'll yeah. do this on the show. Uh, so... Uh, it's from uh, Nashville SC, as you can see. Uh, beautifully presented. And uh, I'll read you the note. To Henry and Elliot, oh. on behalf of all Nashville Soccer Club fans, I warmly present to you the inaugural MLS home jersey. Wow. Now, the distance between us is 6,783 kilometres, or 4,000 miles, but... Anyone who supports our club is one of our own. This gift is a small example of the generosity and compassion that makes Nashville truly unique. I hope you have as much fun opening this gift as we had putting it together. God bless, Scott. I mean, I'd, uh, we said this before, and it sounds, it sounds ridiculous, but I'd, like, I don't know what to say because I know how much these things cost. It's difficult following MLS over here anyway. I bought, I ordered, I haven't told you this, I ordered my Orlando jersey yesterday. Um, and the money is insane. It's yeah. absolutely insane. And so when people send us stuff for free, I, like, I don't, I can't get my head around it. So seriously, thank you so much. And by the looks of it, there's more than just a jersey in here. Well, stop talking and get it. Let's have a look, see what's in it. Okay. Um, so they've actually they've done an, an itinerary. Uh, so uh, number one, signatures on the box. Uh, among these assortments of signatures includes ownership of Nashville Soccer Club, all three members of the Pharmaceutical Soccer Podcast, and members of the Backline Supporters Collective. So they've all wow. chipped in, they've all signed it, which is amazing, uh, and it looks so good. Like we can keep that forever, which is awesome. Um, so thank you guys. There's magnets. 
Okay. So uh, we've got one each of those. Uh, there's this scarf, which is from the Atlanta game. That's You, you can have that because it's got Atlanta on it. I don't want any part of that. Uh, this is the one I'm all about. The band together scarf. Oh, that was the uh, when they announced it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. The OG, love it. There's a present for you in here, Henry. Oh, go on. Uh, this is from when Nashville and Atlanta first met back in the day at, uh, well, it's even got the uh, first Tennessee Park markings on it. Oh, it's, um, what are they called, these? Pendant. Pendant, there we go. That's really cool. And this, this is also for you, is actually Atlanta United merch. It's right. authentically signed and verified. Yeah. By. Go on. Miguel Almiron. Oh. Ah. Yeah, it has got his certificate of authentication as well. Yeah, it's a, so that's like a magnet too. Thank you very much. You've got Miggy's signature. That is cool. And what else? Is there anything for you in there? There is uh, something for me. A thing of actual beauty. I love this so much. Yeah? Oh, look at that. Official. That is the Nashville SC home jersey for their inaugural season. And I like it's such a nice colour. Yeah, I mean, it is I mean, it's yellow. I'm going to love it because it's yellow. Um, that's the only thing I knew that I was getting because I was asked, like, I was asked about it. And I said, I really want the Nashville jersey. As a bonus, I was also sent this. Oh, the goalkeeper top. Look at that. So bright yellow, bright green. Love it. I'm all over it. Norwich colours as yeah. well. Yellow yeah. yellow and green. Nashville, you have my heart. Oh. Orlando who? MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Right, so time to start the podcast that, like we always do, is the game with a changing name. I think you're going to get this straight away because it's someone who's uh, quite important to us at the minute. Okay. However, um, it could be quite tough for people at home. I don't know. Um, so... This is, of course, where we give you the career path of uh, a player who's played both in England or the UK and uh, over in the States in MLS. And today's player started their career in 2013. You'll get it, you'll get it straight away, so don't say. At Motherwell. Right, OK. They made 115 appearances for Motherwell and they moved to MLS technically last year but were sent on loan to Oxford United. I've got this. They returned and have started the season uh, in MLS this year. Uh, should I give the team or is that too obvious? That's that's going to be too obvious. Okay, that's right, got to so, be. Okay, so they moved to MLS and they play in the Eastern Conference currently, but who is it? I mean, if I'm getting it, and I always think I've got it and then never do get it. So if I'm getting this one, then surely everyone out there has got to get it. Remember, if you do get it, then let us know. You can tweet us at MLS UK Show. Tell us where you're up to in the podcast as well because we know if you go to the end and just listen to when we reveal it. Uh, you can do the same on Instagram or if you're watching on YouTube, just comment in the comments below. Um, so Motherwell to MLS, loaned back to Oxford and then now in MLS, currently in MLS in the Eastern Conference. Who is it? Good luck. Right, we need to round up what's been happening in MLS so far. So the last episode was our preview episode to mm. the season. Since then, there's been two sort of round of fixtures. All so, like so much has been going on. Uh, of course, I, I'm I'm heartbroken. Joseph Martinez is injured, but we are going to be talking to Sam from Dirty South Soccer about that, so we can brush over that yep. until later. Um, mm. So, who do you want to talk about first? <sighs> 
I mean, just off the back of the... We touched on Portland a second ago. Just off the back of that, um, everyone saying how terrible they were last night in this game against Nashville. And I kind of... I have to agree. It it wasn't good, but they're, they're owning it. So Gio's come out afterwards and he said, we don't need to, we don't need to mm. attack. We're, we're one they like, we don't need to attack. But they didn't, they didn't like create a chance in the second half at all. But he's owning that. He's like, that's our, that's our style. Normally, we start the season and we try and play a certain way and it doesn't work. We start terribly. And that's true, they do. And then we ha- end up having to go to this kind of like sit back and then counter. Yeah. And that's what they've done early this season. And um, it's, it's worked for them last night. So I'm, I'm intrigued by Portland. Yeah, I think you can't look too much into the first two games. And, um, you know, there's going to be some teams we'll talk about that have had really positive starts to the season and will champion that. But again, you can't look too much into it. No, it's but... important not to get carried away on just the results that have happened so far, isn't it? I think mm. that's the message. I mean, Atlanta are two for two now. but um... No, you know, it's, it's important not to get carried away and not judge your season too early. On the first two results. We'll get on to that. Uh, so Portland, of course, uh, as you said, have beaten Nashville. Nashville, who have had two close, two tough games, but two close games. Uh, so I think the, what would worry me is the performance. But again, you know, the sign of a good team is when you're not playing well, you still get the win. Hmm. So um, I'd look more at the Minnesota game maybe. But again, Portland could go and win the next six. We don't know. Um I don't know. I'm presuming you've you've got some teams written down that that you want to touch on. Um, we watched the Atlanta Cincinnati game together. Yeah. Um, and I know you're going to chat Atlanta in a little bit, but I just wanted to touch on that because I don't know what to make of either team at the minute. Yeah. Well, we we caught up with Sam uh, before this game, so uh, I guess we can talk about it, and mm. then he'll talk about the Nashville game. But uh, yeah, it was. For me, as an Atlanta fan, it was important to win because of the Martinez stuff. If they would have got beat or drawn, suddenly all this attention is on the rest of the season. So the win was good. Uh, Cincinnati worried me a bit because I just didn't think they offered anything. They got the goal, which was a great goal. Okay, Guzan should have saved it, but it was a great goal. But uh, they just didn't didn't offer anything for me, which would worry me more. But, you know, you could, you've got to win your games, but there's tougher... The tougher games to come for Atlanta. Yeah, I, I mean Cincinnati. Based on last year's Cincinnati, you'd expect Atlanta to to win, of course. But they they look a different side. They look a little bit better. Mm. Um, I don't know. I I was kind of uninspired by both both sides. Yeah, but again, round two can't look too much into it. Although a result I want to look into uh, quite a bit is, and we've mentioned Atlanta, it's only fair, Orlando. <laughs> uh, you lost to Colorado, last-minute goal. So Mueller got the equaliser, what, with yeah. five minutes to go? And then Colorado um, got the winner in the last minute. Now, I spoke to you on Sunday morning, and you weren't looking too much into it. He was like, oh, well, it's one of those things. But is it, though, is it for the optimism that's around Orlando at the moment, how disappointing is it that you let this slip? It's difficult because we haven't seen the the best 11. So it's hard to kind of, uh, as much as I, like, I'm the worst for being down on it. Like I'm the worst for being negative about it. Um, but especially in the first game, the opening game against RSL, the, the, the forward play, the attacking, the pressing, it was high intensity. It was unreal. Really, really impressed. And I was happy in my mind. I was happy. I was like, okay, we'll get Nanny back. We'll get 
um, we get Dwyer back, um, and and we'll we'll be okay because we were creating chances, just not scoring. Um, and the game at the weekend with Colorado, they were missing um, Pereira, who's massively creative, uh, important you know, creativity wise. Still missing Nani, still missing Dwyer. Uh, Ruan didn't start because he was ill. So again, that's a massively weakened side. You're taking four starters out of that team. So. It's disappointing, of course it is, but you don't you don't win all your away games in MLS. We know that. And I'm more than happy to hold my hands up when we have those players back starting and we still lose, that's 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 the time to panic, I think. Quick note then on Colorado. Mm. Two wins out of two. Playing good, well. Yeah, good performances. Are they Going to be a dark horse this year, maybe getting into the playoffs? I tipped them last year and they let me down, so stuff them. I'm not interested this year. <laughs> um, now, in all seriousness, played really well in the opening game. I don't think they were as good this week. I'll be honest, I don't think they were as good. Um, but that's the thing. They've they've got six points. So Orlando have got one point. <laughs> so it's time, at this point, you have to be like, okay, same with Portland. They've got the result. That's all, that's all in a few months' time, that's all we're going to look back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC United 2-1 against Inter Miami I mean this game was one of the best games of the weekend for me it had action it had sending off it had disallowed goals uh, Inter Miami were 2-0 up at one point but then VAR took it out they went down to 10 men and then DC United made it 2-1 MLS's uh, TV uh, an- animations made it 43-1 yeah, to 43-1. DC 43-1 it had everything uh, and don't forget the commentary as well Goal finished yeah the rolling of the r's is so unnecessary it was incredible we don't get it in this country i, I kind of love it but it got a little bit annoying after a while so dc then um they won the game 2-1 yeah. at half time they were 1-0 down and we were saying that it it just the first two games at that point they were going to lose them both against teams they should be winning suddenly into miami go down to 10 men and it, how big could that be for DC? Because it's just changed the game and they've got three points now. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, like DC, um, like what they've done, as I mentioned before, Gressel, adding Gressel, like on paper, that's huge. And even the DC fans were not really sort of jumping on that bandwagon. I think that's a massive signing. Um, obviously, <laughs> like his his first contribution was last last week the first week was the corner gets the assist you know i've been like yes he's going to be assist king but i still don't think that's flowing i don't think they look like a team i, I think olsen will be concerned i i think they've got the result yes but i think in terms of performance it could be 10 times better that that team has got so much potential to be 10 times better than that uh, into Miami going into their first home game of the season against LA Galaxy this weekend. That's going to be uh, an incredible game. Uh, it's even more important now for LA Galaxy because they went down 1-0 at home to Vancouver. I mean, I think I speak for everyone. Who saw this coming? I know. I, I don't. The thing is, I'll say what I'll say about the, the new teams, um, Nashville and Miami. You want to watch every game. You know, I, I, I can't stop myself from watching all of, all these games and I'm think, I'm looking ahead thinking... Well, now it's LA Galaxy and it's their first game in the new stadium. And like everything seems a spectacle in terms of in terms of the new sides. And wow, Galaxy need a result here. They really need a result here. And Chicharito decided he wasn't going to do his uh, press after the game. 
I know that like they're apparently obliged to do it, but nothing happens when they don't. But I feel like there's so much pressure on him, so mm. much pressure on him, not just because of Zlatan, but just because of the way he arrived at the club. Everyone's pinning their hopes on him. It's not. It's not happened. No. It will happen. Trust me, it will happen. But is it this weekend? Does it happen this weekend? Um, I don't think he's at the stage where it has to, but he has to get his first goal at some point. You know, if you're going to be going on all the US chat shows, like he was on um, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Kimmel, he was on James Corden. Yeah. So he's doing that public appearances. He's getting his name out there, which helps the club. I'm sure mm. the club are pushing that. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, you've got to then get the goals. Um, LA Galaxy only scored one so far this season. Two games, really, that you'd think they, they should be picking up six points from. But... We've seen with Houston, we've seen with Vancouver before. These are bogey teams for yeah, LA yeah, Galaxy. Yeah. But, you know, if they're going to change and they're going to have a, a serious attempt at MLS Cup, they need to be winning these type of games. But, as we said, it's only round two. So Yeah. Uh, right, let's uh, run through a few of the other results then very quickly. Um, New England Revolution won, Chicago Fire won. It was also 1-1 between RSL and New York Red Bulls. Last-minute equaliser for RSL. Uh, Dallas came back from 2-0 behind to, to draw against Montreal yeah. Impact. Good start for Thierry Henry, four points. Yeah, and he's got Champions League to worry about as well. Um, managing to rotate quite nicely. They've got some serious injuries in Montreal as well at the minute. So um, I've been impressed. Uh, it's not easy to come to MLS to manage the travelling and have Champions League as well to worry about and have uh, three of your defenders injured. Uh, he's got injuries up top as well with, with Lassie Lapalainen. I, 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 think, I think he's done very, very well. Um, elsewhere, Toronto FC 1-0 at home to New York City FC. No points so far for Ronnie Diala as manager of New York City FC. Um, and Seattle won, Columbus won. Mm. I want to mention, though, two special mentions at the top of the West. We've got uh, SKC. They won 4-0 against Houston at the weekend and a Minnesota beating San Jose 5-2. These are incredible starts from yeah. both of these sides. Minnesota beat Portland 3-1 in their first game. SKC won uh, as well and they're both sides that that you'd say needed this in respect of last year mm. not because like minnesota were, were good minnesota were okay they made the playoffs but you wanted to see them kick on from that you wanted to you liked that you looked at it and you thought wow okay show me more and they're showing us even more which i love and as for skc any skc fan will agree with me they just needed to start well <laughs> because last year was not good. Yeah, and just a reminder that my most improved team prediction, SKC, and my signing of the uh, close season was going to be Polito. Mm. Scored two and two. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, great start. Um, and they've not played a home game yet. So they, these are two strong performances away from home. I can see them being a dark horse. Maybe not to win MLS Cup, but they could go a bit further in the playoffs than last year. But this is what we see, though. You see... Toronto finished in that bottom spot and then like on the last day on decision day and then went all the way to the final it can happen anyone can win once you're into the playoffs anything can happen literally anything and the playoffs were incredible last year so those two teams make the playoffs they're they're massive picks yeah there's so much to look forward to just before we uh, finish the roundup we've got one more game LAFC three oh. Philadelphia oh. Union three can we just say wow close the goal of the month competition because Philadelphia Union, you take your pick, they've just won it. I mean, talk about hitting it too well, staying hit, all those cliches. Um, I will say this in my best British accent. Jacob Glesnes, what 
a strike, my friend. I know he's a rookie. He's probably only just walked into the training ground and been given a locker, and he's already got that in it. Yeah. Wow. Um, the thing for me was I was watching this game. LAFC fans are just continuing to do their chanting and their singing. So I didn't quite... I didn't know it had happened. I looked and thought, that must have gone wide. That hasn't gone it. No, actually, that is in the goal. The cheer, like I was like, what on earth has just happened there? But... What a strike. What a strike. It was unbelievable. It's, I mean, it's, it's got my vote. It's currently got my vote. It's there. It's at the top. Um, you just mentioned the, the LAFC fans. Can I just say, fair play. Whenever you watch an LAFC game, that gets in your head, that chant. I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't know it. I just yeah, yeah. go, like, I just go to the kitchen at half time and I'm just like making myself a drink. And obviously in the UK, we're talking three, it could be three, four a.m. that this is happening. <laughs> I don't know what they're singing. Send me the lyrics, please. And I'll, I'll do it justice next week. But wow, it's like they are on it with the chance. Yeah. If an LAFC fan wants to send us what they actually say, <laughs> you'll get a performance from Elliot next week. Thanks for that. <laughs> right. As you know, we've teamed up with Mystery Football Jerseys for our MLS fantasy this year. So let's have a look at what happened in uh, weekend two of MLS. I'll be honest, and a few people have picked up on this who's in <laughs> our MLS UK show league. They've asked me, Henry, why did you have Jose Martinez as your captain? Just I- loves him that much. There's that, and I forgot to update it. We but... were sat on the sofa at mine, and I just casually brought up. I said, um, did you get that email saying that your team's over budget? And he was like, no. And I said, um, oh, I said, I got mine up and I said, oh, I've, I've taken, obviously, um, Jose Martinez out. And he went, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I could see I could see it literally hit his brain and then his brain told his face and he was like, oh, no. I forgot. Oh, no, I forgot. Mm. So, unsurprisingly, he got no points this, <laughs> this week. Um, we've teamed up with Mystery Football Jerseys. Uh, you can still enter our league, MLS UK Show. If you uh, go to our Twitter page, our Instagram page, at MLS UK Show, you can see uh, we've put a link to how you can join. And if you're that good, then maybe you think, oh, I could still join three weeks in and still win the thing. Because if you win the thing, you get some great prizes. Uh, they have provided for whoever wins gets a £50 gift card for classic football shirts and also a MLS shirt of your choosing. And if you finish second, you get a mystery box from them. These are normally 25 quid, but what they do, if you go on their website, uh, mysteryjersey.com, they, mystery boxes they do, 25 quid, and they will send you just a random shirt, random soccer shirt. It could be any team at all. It's great. And if you're a big fan of football and a connoisseur of shirts, then uh, it's well worth doing. Bang on. Um, I'm just looking at my team now. I um, In the first week, my I wrote a review for uh, a preview for um, the Orlando game. And I said, oh, um, Nanny, Nanny's out suspended. And I still left him in my team. <laughs> See, so you're as bad as me. Um, but I got him out this week. Um, do you know what annoys me? It doesn't tell you like how many points you got. You have to add them up yourself. Oh. Like, what's that all about? Well, I can tell you uh, which players have done the best this week. Okay. So, uh, Minnesota players at the top, uh, Gregus and Opara, both got 17 points this week. So, well done if you had them in your team. Uh, Uruti with his two goals, 13 points. And then Barco got 13 points as well. Um, looking down the list, Polido, my uh, pick for the signing of the season, he got 11 points. 
I, I tell you what, the SKC and Minnesota at the moment, you yeah. wouldn't, you just pack your team with those those players right now. And and they're the team, they're the players that most people won't have gone for, mm. like not not in a horrible way, but they don't spring. Everyone's like, right, well, I've got to get Vea and I've got to get a Martinez up top, and then anything else, like everyone else, can just fit around it. Um, they are the. You're right. They're the. They're the teams right now. They're the teams that are hot. I'm just looking at our league, and I thought I was doing quite well. I've. I've kind of. I've logged in. I've gone. All right. Well, I'm happy with my team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm already 53 points behind the person in first place. Oh, I, I think I'm at like. I think we've got over. I'm sure we've got over 200 people. So thank you if you joined our league, and I'm like 170. So I'm gonna have to do one. Uh, one almighty comeback if I'm gonna win. The uh, the prizes from mystery football jerseys. Two hundred and fifty seven people in the league at the minute, but that is rising because you're going to go and join now. So now on the MLS UK show, I'm delighted to say um, we're going to be joined by Sam Jones. He writes for Dirty South Soccer. He also writes for MLSsoccer.com. Uh, we had him on the show last year, didn't we, for the, the playoffs? Mm. And then Atlanta lost. <laughs> so uh, hopefully it can be better this time. Uh, so uh, we wanted to chat to Sam about uh, Joseph Martinez. Of course, he's injured. How is this going to affect Atlanta going forward? He's the best player. Who is going to have to rise up and start playing now? Uh, but he also talks about, because he was at the Nashville-Atlanta game, so he has a bit of a chat about Nashville as well. So here's what happened when I caught up with him last week. The MLS UK Show. Joining us now is Sam Jones. Now, Sam writes for Dirty South Soccer and, of course, MLSsoccer.com. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Hey, moving up in the world, right? Yeah. Now, last time we spoke was at the end of last season, just before the playoffs, uh, of course, well, before the playoff uh, conference final. Of course, that didn't go very well for Atlanta, so hopefully we won't be a jinx again. Um, but, I mean... Right. We, you're joining us here on uh, early on a Friday morning for you, and I hate to start your Friday like this, but we've got to ask, Jose Martinez, how much of an impact is that going to have on ATL? I mean, it's huge. It's, it's really, really hard to understate it. Uh, I, I wrote something for MLS and got about 800 words in before I even started talking about anything on the field, anything like that, how it might just impact. Atlanta's play style, anything, you know, he, he's such a, a presence, whether that's just uh, every single time he's the last person into the locker room coming off the team bus, uh, just because he's staying around to talk to people and sign autographs and hug kids and kiss babies and everything like that. It's really remarkable, the connection he has with the city itself. Uh, so when you lose that, you lose pretty much the soul of the team. And that's a crazy thing to think about the first game of the year, losing that, you know? Is that the problem now? Is because this is happening on the first game, you're not going to be able to bring in another top, top player because you can't. Is that a problem now? Yes, absolutely. And Frank said as much yesterday when he talked to the media for the first time since the injury, he really just kind of said, hey, this is... This is hard. We're hamstrung a little bit here. Uh, MLS roster rules are so strange, of course, and you, you're, you're well aware of that, you know, that it's going to be really, really tough to figure out someone who can even come in and replace even a, a really a modicum of what Joseph brings. I mean, to put that in perspective, Joseph has scored, I believe it's 40% of the goals in team history. So since, since the club started in 2017, uh, you know, 40% of your goals are, are just gone now. Uh, and, and that's wild. So you bring in someone like J.J. Williams to kind of help out. The good news about J.J. is thanks to those weird roster rules, 
he only counts towards the supplemental roster. So he does not impact the cap and salary and everything like that on the senior roster. I'm not going to get into it more than that because I barely understand it. But it does leave a little bit of wiggle room for Atlanta to maybe bring in someone uh, without sacrificing too much money for, for J.J. there, who we don't know much about, but, but seven goals in 21 games for Birmingham last year. Uh, young kid, could be interesting to see what he can do. So you just said there about 40% of the goals of the last few years. Who are you looking at then in the current squad who can uh, match that, who can bridge that gap, that the goals you're clearly going to lose, but is this someone that can at least make up for it in a little way? I think it's two people. I think it's the two most expensive DP signings in MLS history, right? If you really, really you know, want to live up to that, if Petey Martinez is sincere in saying that his head was in the wrong space last year and he's ready to, to really kind of start anew. And then if Ezekiel Barco says, you know, I, I'm ready to take on a little bit of the load and, and start uh, taking shots when I can and being a little more selfish, which I think Zeke could, could really use sometimes. He saw the incredible Nashville goal. More of that from him would go a long way towards kind of easing some of, of the burden that's been left now. But it, it's those two guys right there. How, how can they step up? How can they – really make the impacts that we've been kind of hoping for since they've come and since they were, you know, brought in on these huge transfer fees. So if, if those two can figure out some way to, to fill that gap, Atlanta might be, might be fine. They're not going to be okay, but they might be fine. Do you think then that it, because you've said that it's time for them to step up, do you think that they maybe have been hiding behind Martinez because the, the goals are still there and they can sort of uh, just sit back and watch him do it? Do you think that's the case of that, especially last season? It's entirely possible. You know, in any kind of sport, you're, you're going to try to get the ball to the best guy over and over again. And if you kind of end up relying on that, you can you can find yourself in a little bit of a trap of just making sure that they have the ball at all times. But you know, I, at the same time, I think there have been plenty of, of chances for them to take things on their own. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of bypass those every now and then. Just how much has this come at the wrong time for Atlanta? Because if you look at what's happening close season, there's been a lot of talk about some of the players that have left, first team players. Uh, and, you know, there's many publications saying that actually Atlanta haven't replaced them. So with Martinez now going, is, does it just open that question up even more? Oh, absolutely. And there were going to be a ton of questions going into this year anyway. Uh, the, the entire kind of idea behind the rebrand or the rebuild, excuse me, has been centered around, you know, what is Frank DeBoer's philosophy. And if you have a world made in, in Frank DeBoer's image, he's going to be thrown under the bus and blamed a lot if things go south. Um, now he's, you know, got a figure out what to do with so many gaps left over uh, with all these players he's brought in that maybe fit his style a little more supposedly, but but you don't have a Gressel to kind of pick up things. You don't have a Tito Bialba to step in and play striker, which you would have the last few years. It's a really unique kind of thing where they planned in a way that made everyone a little unsure of what was going on. And then the biggest part of that plan got taken out the first game. Um, so with your thoughts on the season then, how, just how much have they changed from if I was to ask you a week ago compared to now? Um, I would say probably about three or four playoff spots. Um, I, I picked Atlanta right about second. I think it's a pretty good 
uh, thought of where they might have ended up. Um, and now it feels like you're you're just aiming to get above the red line at this point. You know, um, the expectations are are so much lower. The ceiling feels lower. The floor feels lower. Everything feels lower. Um, you know, even last year when you know we thought Joseph was maybe struggling for a little bit. He, he took off and scored in 15 straight games and ended up with 27 goals. And there's just no way to replace it. There's just no, no way to replace it and entirely anyway, you know. Um, one of those players that did score last week, and of course we know him here in the UK, he was at Bournemouth. Uh, Emerson Heinemann has gone back to Atlanta. Just how important can he be this season? They really, really value him. Frank really values him, and obviously... You look at his contract, you're looking at about 900000 this year with a steady increase up to right on the edge of a million in the third year of his contract. Uh, that's, that's impressive, right, for MLS. That, that's really, really impressive. Um, there's times where it feels like Emerson can go missing a bit, but he is a very steady presence, and obviously the goal was pretty stunning. If he's got more of that in him, that's, uh, that's a good indicator that you know, he might be able to make an impact some. But um, other than that, he, he's really just there to kind of make things uh, easier for everyone else. He's not going to be a guy that really takes over a game or anything like that. But they really value what he brings, and especially if uh, they decide to stick with that two-man midfield that they've been running with the, with the two wingbacks uh, on either side of him, then, you know, uh, he's going to be asked to do a lot, both defensively and getting forward. Um, so that's a huge part of, of Frank's plans. So uh, you were lucky enough to uh, see that goal live. You were there for the Nashville game, um, covering it. Just mm-hmm. looking more at, at Nashville now, it was their first game in MLS. Just how much, describe the experience for us and, and what can we expect from Nashville in MLS this year? Absolutely. No, this is uh, another great example of, of soccer in the South really starting to, to find its way. Um, it, it had a real... Uh, college football vibe. Of course, in the Southeast here, college football is is the thing, right? So, and you have the same kind of away support generally that you would have, you know, a soccer game in England, you know? Um, so what happened there was you had, you know, probably, I would bet, 15,000 Atlanta fans come up, um, and that only added to a really, really great showing from Nashville, which is an excellent soccer city that I think um, – and in true national form, I think they, they put on a show. They put on a show. It didn't always work. You know, they have the anthem and everything like that. And I think people are a little confused about exactly how to, to make that uh, reality. And people were kind of figuring out, okay, now it's the time to put up my scarf and everything like that. But it felt genuine and it felt like uh, an atmosphere that, really began to get engaged with the game, uh, especially late when Nashville was really, really pressing. And, you know, there was some anger towards the referee. There was anger towards some Atlanta players who were maybe or maybe not time-wasting. Um, and it really, really started to become a thing that felt like a genuine community experience. And, and when you have that, uh, it brings people back, you know. Um, so just a really, really great day for for MLS, for, for soccer in the South, and I'm excited to see how the culture develops in Nashville going forward. Uh, so we know MLS love a rivalry. Uh, we have a whole week dedicated to it. This Nashville-Atlanta thing, is this going to kick off? Is it going to be a, the next big rivalry in MLS? 
I'm sure that we're going to have to write some things about how it's the next big rivalry in MLS, but uh, I, I think there's a different feel of it. Uh, it felt very friendly in a way. Uh, it, and it seemed like we were just kind of up there visiting friends. We were, uh, there were a ton of Atlanta fans there, like I said, but everyone was kind of interacting and uh, going up to the, the bars and everything like that and interacting with national fans. And it was a really uh, friendly feeling uh, that kind of changed a little bit. Like I said, when uh, some Atlanta players uh, took some extra time off the clock, we'll say, uh, but I don't think this is ever going to get to a place where it's, it's vicious. Um, but I think there's an understanding that, you know, that we're the, the Southeastern teams, no one believed in. So we're kind of in this together. Uh, let's go have a really good time in Nashville and Atlanta and, uh, you know, enjoy the soccer together. Well, there we go. It might be the friendly rivalry of MLS. That might be how you're going to have to push it. Maybe. Absolutely. I do want to say one thing real quick. I don't know if you heard, but uh, there were some tornadoes that came through Nashville a few nights ago. Um, there is disaster relief efforts going on. Uh, if you guys just go to the Nashville SD Twitter page, you can check those out. Find a way to help as you can, if you can. Uh, tiny changes go a long way. And if we can continue to rally around soccer and use that community to help people, we're doing the right thing here in MLS. Uh, so go check that out, please. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Wow, yeah. And of course, we second that. Um, if you'd like to help out with the Nashville situation, uh, just go to their Twitter page, uh, find Nashville SC on Twitter, and uh, all the details are there. Um, and I've decided, next episode, I'm wearing this. I love it so much. I'm wearing it. And it's yellow. I'm, I'm doing it. Well, I, I feel comfortable now wearing Nashville stuff because as Sam said, Atlanta-Nashville, it's more of a friendly rivalry, so I don't mind. You say that till they start beating you. Uh, right, I think it's time now for Poppy's Kit Reviews Part 2. Mm. We have been inundated <laughs> with messages talking about uh, Poppy's reactions to people's teams' uh, kits, but also from the fans of the West clubs who are excited to find out what she says about their team's kit. There's, there's literally not... I challenge you to find a minute of MLS in 2020 that I haven't seen. I have watched, I've dedicated my life, you've seen me do this, I've dedicated my life to watching everything that's happened so far, okay? Mm -hmm. Every game, 90 minutes, right? I've covered half of the league constantly, staying up until 3, 4 a.m. We do this podcast, I've prepped for everything. No one cares. (laughs) All people care about is these kit reviews. So, let's get cracking then. So, here is the West. Here's part two of Poppy's Kit Reviews. We're going to start off in alphabetical order as we did last time. <laughs> I've just seen the abbreviation. <laughs> it's Colorado Rapids or C-Rap uh, because I don't think they'd allow me to put crap into the system. <laughs> so, C-Rap. Um, so, if you don't know, Colorado's kit, uh, it is the standard. It's the sort of claret burgundy colour with the blue Adidas uh, stripes on it. Here's what Poppy's had to say about this. Oh, I like that. I really like that. I like burgundy. It's a good colour. And burgundy and blue, it's a classic, isn't it? A classic. A classic, it sure is. Uh, right, FC Dallas then. Uh, so FC Dallas is home kit, as we saw at the weekend. It's red. It's kind of... If you know the... Um, and I don't... I don't know whether I can say this with the kits being Adidas, but do you know the night kits that were in the Premier League last year where it was kind of started off one colour and then it's kind of... the Gradient. Gradient went down. So Dallas starts with red 
and goes down to blue and the shorts are blue. So here's what she said about this. You know what? Don't hate that that much. I like how it goes from red to blue into the shorts really well. I like that like ombre effect. I think that's really clever. Yeah. It's not dissimilar to the Norwich kit, to be fair. No, it the isn't. Idea. But she's been very complimentary towards the kits mm. today. So now it's time for Houston Dynamo. Oh my God, that's my favourite. Right. I take back everything I've said about every every other kit. And I love those stripes. Like, because it's not like an actual solid line stripe. Like, it's a bit different. It's got like a few waves in it. I love it. Wow. Passionate about Houston Dynamo. Yeah, if you, say, if you ask her what she thinks of Henry, she's like, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> well, speaking of which, you heard how passionate she was about that Houston kit. You know, she loves it. She talks about it with such love and uh, passion. Here's what she said about the LAFC kit. Yeah, it's all right. There's not really much to say about it, is there? <laughs> That's literally what I just said about what she'd say about you. What, uh, Poppy, what do you think about Henry? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the LAFC kit, the black kit, it's just black, isn't it? So obviously not a fan of uh, just plain kits. She said last week, didn't she, that she likes patterns on the kit. I think mm. she liked the New York City away kit. Uh, so the LA Galaxy kit, then, if she thought that about LAFC, what about LA Galaxy, their rivals? It's white. It's kind of got a grey, silvery sort of paint slash down the middle. I like this one. Well, just poppy. I actually quite like it. It's like a paintbrush is just, like, swiped down it. I mean, she's not wrong. She's I, not. I really like the LA one. Nice. So moving on to Minnesota then. Uh, the kit she's looked at this time is the grey kit with the sort of sky blue Adidas stripes on the shoulder. Uh, she last year pointed out that she was like, why is there a bullseye in the middle of the kit? Yeah. And I said, well, it's Target, the sponsor. And she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, knowing that, here's what she thought about the Minnesota kit. I like that. It's plain, it's simple. I like the shade of grey with that shade of blue. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, so uh, she didn't like LAFC's plain, simple kit, but she did like Minnesota's. Uh, so now it's time for... Do you want to hold it up? Oh, here it is. Now it's time for Nashville's kit. As you can see, what Elliot is showing you, it's yellow. It's got the uh, sort of dark blue Adidas stripes on the top. Here's what she said about the Nashville kit. Thing of beauty. Love it. Love a bit of colour. And what would make that better is if the players all wore that colour yellow shoes as well. <laughs> Coordinating the boots with the jerseys. This is important. Yeah, the other shoes, as she's called. Oh, the shoes, yeah, sorry. The, the cleats. <laughs> uh, right, moving on then. Portland Timbers. We have known in the past that she has had a few issues with kits that are green. Mm. This is the white away kit, but there are bits of green on it. Will she like it? Will she not? Come on, Timbers. Really want to like you because I've heard all the things about you chopping wood. <laughs> Who thinks that green is a good idea to put on any colour shirt? Let's just think about what colour pitch you play on. Not a fan of the Timbers. She likes the chopping wood she bit. She likes the wood bit. Eh? Uh, right, moving on. RSL. Now, this is a very funky kit. If you've not seen it, it's red on the top. Blue stripes, but then it's kind of a red blue sort of hallucinogenic mix match in the middle. Do you know what it reminds me of? Um, when you do touch ID on your phone and it has like your fingerprint on it. Yeah, it is like a fingerprint. So, with that in mind, will she like RSL's kit? I love that middle bit. I love the patterns. I love that blue and red together. I don't really like the top. If the whole shirt was that like swirly pattern, I'd really like that. Okay. Mm. Okay, so it's a good. 
you know, I quite like it. Yeah, it's a good rating from her. So for RSL, San Jose Earthquakes. This is a controversial kit. We've had people saying they love it, people saying they hate it, people saying it's a bit too much like an LA Galaxy kit. It's sort of a yellow band across the chest, blue. Well, it's light blue Adidas stripes, but then it's dark blue stripe across the middle. It's awful, is what it is. Well, what does Poppy think? Well, I'm a bit torn because you know what? Yellow and blue, they're really complementary colours. And they look great together. Yeah, so that's what she thinks about the uh, San Jose kit. So she's a bit of a fan. No, I'm sorry. She's lost all credibility. Uh, well, she might gain it back with this one. We know what she thinks of green kits. So what does she think of the Seattle Sounders kit? Do I have to say any more about green shirts on a green pitch? That's awful. He, and he even has the lawnmower lines. <laughs> he actually, he, he's come dressed as the pitch. <laughs> So Seattle's kit is green. It's got kind of like the wave, sort of. It, yeah. I can see what she means with that. It's just Sorry. not, just not very straight. It's a bit like the um, the VAR lines they draw on. They're not straight either. So. It is. Yeah, they've come dressed as a VAR pick. <laughs> uh, right, Sporting Kansas City. Then uh, this is their dark blue away kit, and mm. it's kind of got like little white of what I can see, like little white spots on it. And here's what Poppy said. Oh, I love that. If that was a little dress, I'd wear it. <laughs> Just get her the XXL one and it'll be sorted. Yeah, so she could go out in that. But I've, I've seen Put a belt around it. Like a nice little summer dress. It kind of looks like it. Yeah, a little sort of brown skinny belt. Yeah. Perfect. SKC, uh, you're, uh, they're missing a trick by not having a, a long dress version of that. Uh, and finally, Vancouver Whitecaps. So they've got their away kit. It's sort of dark blue. Uh, with uh, sky blue shorts and sky blue Adidas stripes. This is our last one. Will she like it? Will she not? Here's what she said. I like that the sleeves match the shorts, and I like that the socks also have the stripes that the colour of the shorts are in. But again, it's just boring. Like It's cute, though. So again, a, a fan of the coordination. She yeah. likes it, She likes them to be coordinated. It's cute. It's cute. Um, if that, I mean, that's it for Poppy's kit reviews. If you enjoy them... And that's the only reason you're here. Uh, we'll see you in uh, 51 weeks' time uh, when we'll do the kit reviews again for the 2021 season. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so I think it's fair to say that Houston was a favourite. Yeah. Last week it was Columbus Crew, but she is a fan of Columbus Crew anyway. But Houston, so congratulations, Houston Dynamo. Your away kit has won Poppy's favourite kit 2020. Which is big because it's not black and yellow, which she loves. The Buzzy Bee team, Columbus. Yeah, it's more of a... What's black? A tiger. It's the tiger team. Yeah. The MLS UK show. It's become a regular feature. My trip around North America. I've done, uh, where have I been? I've been Cincinnati. Yeah. I was at Salt Lake City last time. Mm. This time, do you want to start? I know, you start the music. I don't know music. where we're going. You start the music and I'll do. This is Henry's Guide to North America, where this week... It's Vancouver. Yeah, we're across the border, baby. Yes, we had a few messages. I put this out on our Twitter uh, last night on, on Sunday saying, where do you want me to go next? And we had a few messages uh, saying uh, Vancouver because we've not been to Canada yet. So thanks to Tom and thanks to Scott, who also sent us the Nashville stuff, um, who would be kind of used to this music. I think that's probably why he likes it. <laughs> so we're going to Vancouver then. So this is Henry's Guide. 
to Vancouver. Hey, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Did you know that Vancouver was originally called Gastown? Gastown? Gastown. Gastown after... Whitecaps. Well, what could have been? It's after Gassy Jack who opened the first saloon there. Uh, but as the city got bigger, they then changed it to Vancouver. But there is still an area of Vancouver called Gastown that still lives today. Love it. Uh, they the... sound like a USL affiliate. <laughs> we do, yeah. Uh, we send you out on loan to Gastown. <laughs> uh, population of Greater Vancouver is 2.1 million and they're known as the Hollywood of the North because second only to LA is uh, the amount of TV production and film production that goes on there. Wow, didn't know that. Uh, Vancouver is home to Canada's largest pool, which stretches 137 metres. Uh, it's almost uh, three times where an Olympic swimming pool. That's wow. big, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's the home to Greenpeace and is the joint 10th cleanest city on the planet with Montreal. It's ah, a Canada thing. Uh, the California roll, which is a type of sushi that was invented there, which might explain why there's over 200 sushi restaurants in Vancouver. But it's called California. Yeah, well, would you eat a Vancouver roll? Only in California. The Vancouver Whitecaps, of course, play at BC Place, which was Canada's first ever covered stadium and it's twinned with edinburgh is vancouver <laughs> is it yeah. i've been to edinburgh so i'll judge vancouver based when, on edinburgh it's a lovely yeah. city yeah. isn't it edinburgh. very nice, very nice. Uh, and finally famous people from vancouver include ryan reynolds the actor uh, pamela anderson and brian adams wow i knew brian adams actually i knew that i don't know i didn't know him personally but i knew he was from there uh, so that is henry's guide to vancouver very nice i'm gonna leave it to you where should i go next week Okay, well, I'm currently planning a trip around the States. Yeah. Um, so every few nights or so, we sort of sit down and we choose a different city to look into. So it'd be good if you can kind of help me out with that. Um, so could you please go to Minnesota? Okay, Minnesota. So join us next time for Henry's Guide to Minnesota. And if you don't get Marshall Erickson in there, then I won't be impressed. That's it. Has How I Met Your Mother been referenced on this show before? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, if you've got any Minnesota facts, then let us know. It's hello at MLS.show. If you can email us, you can uh, tweet us at MLS UK show, or you can uh, comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Okay, so uh, it's time for a game which is a regular feature on the MLS UK show called The Price is Right, which is, of course, a play on The Price is Right because uh, the answer is either higher or lower. Um I mean, you did it last time and it was terrible. So um, I'm taking back control. That's fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm sure you agree it's probably for the best. Um, Henry Hewitt. Yeah. Come on down. Woo. Hi, everyone. Hello. Henry, Hello. welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, enough of the niceties. Let's crack on. Uh, Liverpool in the Premier League uh, had their unbeaten streak ended by... Relegation rivals to Norwich, Watford. Just uh, don't even get me started. So I thought I'd take a look into the unbeaten runs and streaks in MLS. Ah, okay. So we'll start with unbeaten runs. I've found some other streaks as well, which I'd like to touch on. Uh, so your first team is RSL. Their best run is 16 games Ooh. between uh, September 2013 and May 2014. However, do FC Dallas have a longer unbeaten run 
Is their unbeaten run higher or lower than RSL? Ooh, 16 games. Um, I'm going to go longer. It is longer. 19. Wow. Mm-hmm. FC Dallas have had some good teams, though. 19 uh, between May uh, 2010 and October 2010. Uh, okay. New York Red Bulls between July 2016 and March 2017. Mm. Higher or lower than FC Dallas, 19 games? Uh, lower. Lower? It is lower. It's 18, literally different by one. Uh, I think you're better doing it than I am, so you can carry on doing okay, the right now. Uh, right, before we leave, we need to do some predictions. Look ahead to this weekend's action. Oh. Uh, if we look back to our first predictions, mm. uh, who do you think won, Elliot? You <laughs> or me? Uh, it's definitely you. Yeah. I haven't I haven't worked it out, but it's definitely you. It was me. You can tell with a smile on my face. So I'm 1-0 up. I got San Jose 2, Toronto 2. I got that right, the, the score. So if you get the right outcome, it's five points. Right score, it's ten points. You did get uh, SKC to win 3-1 at Vancouver, so you did get a ten-pointer. Nice. But then I got... More five points. So I won 35 to 25. What's really annoying is I did some this week because I'm in a predictions league and I did them and I did really well. Oh, I well. even got Colorado to Orlando one. We didn't do an episode though, did we? So I even know. predicted Orlando to lose 2-1. I mean, come on. Uh, right, let's look ahead to uh, this week then. Of course, there are Champions League games, so good luck to every MLS team that are still in the Champions League. There's Montreal, New York City FC, Atlanta United and LAFC. Yeah, good luck to uh, New York, LAFC and Montreal. <laughs> and Atlanta. Oh, and Atlanta. Sorry, uh, so this weekend's action then, it kicks off in the UK at half four on uh, Saturday afternoon, which is even early for us, that one. Yeah. Um, so it's New York City versus FC Dallas, uh, NYCFC back at the Yankee Stadium. Uh, are we going to uh, do it with a bang, Elliot? Yeah, I think, I think I'll think i use your phrase, they get back to winning ways. Back to winning ways, uh, 2-0 victory. Um, oh, I think it'd be 1-1. I think there'll be a draw. Okay, um, the next one, this is what I'm all about. Into Miami. Versus LA Galaxy. I can't wait to watch this. I'm gutted. I'm gutted. This weekend, I'm on my mate Stag do. I'm in Budapest, which is in Hungary. And then I, I looked, I thought, oh, don't look at MLS, what's happening. Don't look at the games you'll miss. Okay, I'll have a look. Half six on Saturday afternoon, uh, Saturday evening, I was like, I could be a Saturday home watching this. Into Miami v LA Galaxy, but I'm in Hungary. And no, my mates aren't going to want to watch it. I think Miami have looked all right as well. So do I tip them for a win? It's the sort of thing with a rival to Orlando coming into the league, their opening game yeah. in their new stadium is the sort of thing that, that would happen. They would win and they would beat someone like LA Galaxy. So I'm going to say 2-1 into Miami. 3-1 LA Galaxy. Ooh. Uh, Toronto versus Nashville, the next game. Come on, the boys. Come on. Uh, the whole box is falling on the floor, but that's fine. Just roll with it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, but I think Toronto are going to win this one. I think it'd be free now. I'm not having it. Um, two nil Nashville. Come on, boys. Uh, Columbus Crew versus RSL. This is tough. Good start for Columbus, though. Four points from the first two games. I think they win this at home. I think it'll be two one. Uh, yes, I agree. I think two nil though. Uh, FC Cincinnati versus DC United. Back at Nippets. Now this is really tough to call because we've mm. seen we've seen both games of both these teams. I think Cincy do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going one nil. I think, um, you know, go DC. I think they got the win. They've turned the corner. I think they win 2-1. I'm 
going to let you go first on this one. Atlanta United versus SKC. Uh, tough, tough to call. It's a tough game for uh, Atlanta this, but I think they'll do it. I think it'll be, I think, 3-1. I'm going 2-1 SKC. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps versus Colorado Rapids. 2-1 Colorado. Um, I think 1-0 Vancouver. Philadelphia Union versus San Jose Earthquakes. Philly win. Philly win for me. Uh, 3-1. 3-2 Philly. Uh, Orlando City versus Chicago Fire. Half 11. Um, it would be... I think it would be right. I think I'm going to say that. It would be right... After all the grief you've given Chicago Fire about their badge, if they rub that badge in your face. So I think it'd be 2 1 to Chicago. Even the Chicago fans don't like it. Um, right. I have to do this. I have to do it. Because Nanny's back. Yeah. Nanny is back. Orlando win. Nanny scores 2 0 Orlando. We've not had a get in yet. That would get a get in. It would get a get in. Uh, Houston versus Seattle Sounders. Seattle win 2-0. Um, I think 2-2. I think Houston will get a draw. Uh, now we're moving to Sunday evening. Half five is New England Revolution versus the Portland Timbers. Mm. Uh, this is a home win for me. I'm going 2-0. You know what? Yeah, I think Portland are going to have a quiet start to the season, so I agree, but I'm going to go 2-1 to New England. Okay. Minnesota versus New York Red Bulls. This would be a tough game, this. It would be a good game, but it would be tough for Red Bulls. Minnesota back at the Allianz Field. I this is yeah, this is a difficult one to call. I'm gonna go for Minnesota win. I'm gonna say three two. Going for goals. Okay. Well I'll go two nil to Minnesota. I think it'll be one nil early on. It'll be then all Red Bulls, but then Minnesota will get a goal at the end. Uh right, so that's our predictions. If you want to have a go, if you want to tell us who you think's gonna win this week, at MLS UK show on Twitter, Instagram, or you can comment below on YouTube. Uh, but before we go, game with changing name. Time for the big reveal. Uh, so we give you the name of a player who's played in the UK uh, and also in MLS. This player started their career at Motherwell in Scotland in 2013. Uh, 115 appearances and then moved to MLS. They were sent back on loan to the UK to Oxford and now they're back at MLS uh, and they're playing in the East. But who are they? They are Chris... Cadden. Chris Cadden. Of Columbus Crew. Well done. If you got that right, like me, I'm sure you did because I'm awful at it and uh, I got it, so you must have done. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening to this. Uh, remember, if you want to subscribe, please do. It helps us out. Uh, you can do it on your podcast provider or on YouTube. Throw us a like on YouTube as well on this video and comment if you uh, want to see more, if you want to hear more of a certain thing and uh, give us a rating, please. If you on... want to hear less me and more Poppy. Yes, as well. Uh, give us a rating on your podcast provider. But Elliot, there is one rule if you want to give us a rating. Like LA Galaxy, five stars only. We'll be back next time on the MLS UK show. Go on, you say it. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.